In episode 10, we'll be discussing 800 horsepower electric daily drivers. How to respect your girlfriend's parents. And how you can lower your car by only using cable ties. This This is on the Overrun. This is a massive episode. This is a... A momentous occasion. It's a special, special episode that yeah. we're doing today, I must say. And I mean, usually, of course, set the bar low, no expectations. No expectations. But it's the 10th episode. Mm. I mean, you know, well done to, to, uh, to us. Well, thank you for you watching. To all the OGs. All the, all the yes, the dream team, the day ones. <laughs> the day ones. Thank you for you. Thank you for... Still working on t-shirts, don't worry. Yes, yes, yes. Also, you might get a complimentary beard or beard oil, but uh, the Land Rover is... Zerana is not on his wheels, but story for another time. Yeah, unfortunately, the Zerana is not going well. But uh, Luke, firstly, welcome. Thank you, Martin. Nice having you here. Yeah, this is on the overrun, as you would know already. I'm your host. I'm hoping you would know already. Yeah, I'm your host, Martin. He is my co-host, Luke, and uh, we chat about cars. We chat about people around the cars. We chat about interesting stuff about cars, new cars, old cars, Mm -hmm. fancy cars, not so known cars. That might be forecasting for late in the episode. I maybe. don't know. May, may, may or not. Maybe. So, maybe we rate not. cars. We look at cool cars. We rave Give about really cars. really bad advice about first cars. Yeah, not anything to go by, you know. Um, not advice to be taken. Not recommendations to be taken to heart. We we just chat about everything, fun about cars, try and enlighten you in the world of cars. Um, get you interested in, in why it's actually so special. Well, I mean, there are some people who are really... Well, crazily <laughs> obsessed about cars um, and I wouldn't yes, say we I'll are super obsessed we are very passionate we're passionate but we're of course there's a reason obsessed. why we are so we want to you know give you a glimpse of why there is such an interesting cause mm. worldwide exactly yeah yeah. that's the big thing so today we'll and getting the right we'll, people connected what are we going to do today by the way today we are we're going to discuss a bit of, of news and, and cars that yeah. have been released just and touching on that touching quickly on that and then we we're heading into the do's and don'ts of certain car things, if I can Modifications. Put it like. Yeah, if specifically modifications. Way, yeah. The do's and don'ts. We want to give you advice. Yeah. Okay. But that you can't quote us by. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Use or, use or abuse, I don't know. I don't care what you do with that, but uh, it, it might be interesting segment, so stick along for that. Well, and there's also another one we might be discussing if we're out of time. We'll get to that and uh, yeah. see maybe if we... Uh, some interesting, su- some unidentified unident- foreign cars. Unidentified, uh, non- not so... Uh, Commonly seen. Th- there we go. Yes. Yeah. Unseen, not a lot of people know of them, that kind yeah. of thing. And uh, Yet again, if all goes well, you. we'll do the classic PT Cruiser. The classic PT Cruiser, always to end it off. Yes. So, so thank you, welcome. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Mm. Grab a coffee, pour some cereal in. I don't know what your what your what like a snack you're is in now, but yeah, this is morning where we are. I hope you don't um, eat cereal in the car. So that's yeah. not gonna, not going to work. Yeah, I'll, unless it's leather seats, that would be fine. Yeah, then it's I fine. believe in leather seats is uh, manageable in terms of cleaning and such. Just take a cloth in. So interesting thing I found out this week. Um, of course, you know I drive my mother's Polo. It's a 2005 two liter four cylinder national aspirated. That was actually the engine that uh, was in the Golf Three GTI. Um, and uh, believe me, it's not a GTI engine. Um, it doesn't rev very freely. The sound is not amazing. Um, that's why golf... But uh, it's got cruise control. It's got... Yeah, 2005, I'm telling you. It's ahead of its time. But yeah, very that's why Volkswagen decided to put in a VR6 in the Golf 3 because the GTI wasn't what the people expected. But anyway, not important. Not important. Let's... let's uh, I think it's... Time for the obligatory news segment because mm. it's we haven't a, done it's, one in a while. It's actually. been some time when last time I mean I can't remember last time we were together for episode about, about three or four episodes yeah. back. Yeah, it's so. it's been some time, so it's necessary that we go quickly through a few news segments. Now, of course, at the end of this segment, you'll be like, "Oh, come on, there is common stuff you have missed," and I know, I know, but. We unfortunately we, can't chat about everything. If we talk about everything, we'll be here for three hours and you guys yeah. will never watch this anyway. So I don't want to be here for three hours. No. We um, don't like each other that much. So I'll start us off. Um, interesting enough, so last week or two weeks before, yeah, I don't even know, the Maserati MC20 was released. So Maserati has teased this car for some time now. Their supercar coming out, mm-hmm. you know, their, their special supercar just, you know, making a way, paving a way for uh, new Maserati's head. 
for Maserati as a brand, just doing things differently. Interesting fact about these cars or about the MC20, um, mid-engine supercar, um, 3-liter twin-turbo V6, mm. as you would find in something like a 4GT. Interesting enough, this engine called it Natuno. 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 Yeah. It's called the Natuno is uh, actually the most power-dense V6 on on the market. Um, it's definitely sure. class-leading. It's something like... To power to weight ratio is 2.3 kilograms per horsepower. Sure. So okay. I can't convert in any other way. That is what I found online. But just know that it's the most power dense V6. If I'm right, I think I'm right. GTR still sounds better. Yeah. The thing is, I was I was thinking of this car and other car manufacturers also implementing V6s. Mm. Um, and I was thinking of... 4GT. That's the first thing that came up in my mind. With the new V6. Now, the 4GT, this, I know this car is going to be quite expensive. The 4GT is still more expensive, but... Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, the 4GT is because it's it's like very limited run yeah, and yeah, the yeah, exclusivity yeah. thereof Ford and usually And also make, like the, all the, the iconicness of this car being carrying through the ages Yeah, the well, heritage, so, yeah. yeah. So, this car, yeah, um, with the power it has, 463 kilowatts, um, 730 newton meters of torque is quite a powerful mm. car. Um, you know, with the power it has, it's probably going to compete with your McLaren 675 LT, so the oldish car. 4GT has been released a few years ago. Um, I really feel for Maserati because I feel this car could have been much more, but unfortunately, they have to comply to whatever Ferrari. Says like Italy is this massive, yeah. massive like consolidated car manufacturers where you know it's Fiat, it's Alfa, it's Maserati, it's Ferrari. You have to work into the and system. And I was just thinking of the I don't know if you remember the Maserati MC12, mm-hmm. but this was the sister car to the Ferrari Enzo. Yes, yes, and it couldn't be better. It couldn't be faster than the Ferrari Enzo because the Enzo had to be the Number pinnacle. Yeah. You know, it had to be the best uh, supercar in in Italy. You yeah. know, so this car, yeah, it. It can't be the best it could have been. You know, I believe Maserati did a good job with it. It looks very good. Sounds like a 4 GT, to be honest. I was thinking of the Julia engine also. Yeah. This may same. be in some way, like, maybe arc. it's a bit more power, but in some way it should be relatable. They said it's from ground up new. Um, but yeah, really? I, this, it doesn't really excite me as much and that's why I said of course Maserati has to conform to the norms of yeah, uh, what Italy Ferrari for them. but I mean nothing super special about this car like mm. it's a very good supercar it looks good and it does what it's supposed to do but it's not gonna yeah yeah so it's making me think of a catfish that well <laughs> <laughs> no but it does look good they, I saw the the launch of the car and they put on a massive show mm, like mm. Massive show. At least, like, uh, very old, cool Maseratis lined up in front. A lot of Maseratis here. Of course, um, social distancing in the back where the press was sitting, but very cool release. Mm, mm. But, yeah, uh, Maserati released a new supercar. I really hope for them that it paves a new way. Yeah. The G- the Gran Turismo, the Ghibli, the Quattroporte, those are really old cars and nothing to get excited about except for the sound. So, hopefully, this... You know, does something new, new for the for brand. Them, yeah. yeah, get them back into the. What do you have us? Uh, I'm b- taking it back a bit, but still sticking to V6s. 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 It's the the new 400Z Nissan mm. uh, released. Very excited. The car looks stunning. I mean, going from the update of the the old roundish shape from the 370Z, yeah, which was the last one, and now the 400Z. Uh, is this still a prototype, or is this? There's expected. I think it's in 2021 where they expect to to for deliveries and stuff to come through. But um, is this is this car that we saw now? Is this production ready? N- I don't think so. No, it's still it's it's, it's referred to as the proto concept. So I assume it, yeah, it might change a bit. Yeah. There is a f- obviously there's um they've tested it and done all the things with this car. Yeah. But I think it might change. It's a very a bit. you could say it's quite an accurate representation of yeah, what of it what might it will, become. Exactly, and it looks good. It looks great. I mean, it's fantastic. I I absolutely love it. It's again small pocket rocket and stuff. Um, and it's gonna boost up with this new. It's gonna take it instead of competing, let's say with an MX-5 or in the classes, it'll directly compete with a Supra and the BMW. Oh, wow, yeah. 
yeah. um, Z4 and stuff like that. So it, it's going up to a new level. Um, it has a twin turbocharged V6 engine, a three liter, 300 brake horsepower, and then the Nismo. There will be a Nismo as well, which is oh, wow. great yeah. stuff. We'll have about 400. As with the 370Z2. Exactly, yeah. yeah. We'll have 400 horsepower. So that's not bad at all. It's not the 560 horsepower from the V6 in the GTR, mm. but it's still. But it's, 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 it's not, it's the not G- meant to be. Yeah, it's not the, meant to be the GTR. Um, manual, as far as yeah, it it's looks manual, small. Six it speed, looks like it's going to be light. Six-speed manual. Um, yeah, it's just a great little car. Mm. Great new design. I think Nissan yeah. completely nailed this. Um, yeah, it's not. It's going to be a bit more expensive. Obviously, it'll start probably. At the same price, there's estimates. The prices haven't been um, uh, yeah, released yeah. yet, um, but the estimates are probably based. Will start at what the 370Z costs, and then they'll go up from that because there's new infotainment and other mm. luxuries. The, the all necessary upgrades. Up the, yeah, it's updated and upgraded um, infotainment, touchscreens, and everything yeah. else. The so 370Z is definitely it's quite an old car now. Yeah, it's dated a bit. So yeah, so I believe just looking at this car and what it promises to bring it's definitely going to attract new customers uh like the 370z you know it was interesting when it came out but it just doesn't entice anyone now mm. um it's just not as interesting as it could be these days exactly, so yeah. it's about time that this and you know updated this little sports car of them that they have yeah so i really hope they they crush it um i believe it will definitely bring new customers just just looking at it yeah um so it'll be interesting to see but uh on the other spectrum of uh, small sports cars. Mm-hmm. So this is in a similar line in terms of this is still a prototype, but this is a Hyundai and Remark uh, collaboration. Oh, wow. And it's called the RME RM20E. So Hyundai and Remark collaborated basically um, developing, a, I wouldn't say mid-engine Velocita-looking thing. It's more of a lost chassis very race car, rally car-ish, massive diffuser, big wing, wild looks, mm. massive fenders. It's it's common of a, you know, I, I was thinking of the, the Yaris um, rally GR, car the, also. Yeah, and the yeah, GR yeah. as well, the new. And the GRM, yeah. So this car, as I said, still a prototype, but this is, this is where Hyundai is aiming to go. So 810 horsepower to the rear wheels. Mm. Um, 708 pound-feet of torque, which is... I would guess somewhere around 900. Probably wrong, but still a lot of torque, mm. electric motors. Um, so this is fully electric. And I believe that Hyundai, of course, they are planning to, in some time, bring out a supercar. And this is this is just them, you know, playing and trying and, um, you know, fiddling here around, just trying to see what they can do. Definitely learning from other brands also. Yes. Um Electric is not just the future. It's what cars are. It's what brands are focusing on now. Yeah. Massive R and D amounts are being spent on, um, on electric, you know, drivetrains and vehicles and and, yeah. and motors. So, but I, think I mean, we we sorry, yeah. we we spoke about brand brand collaborations um earlier in a few podcasts back. But when you team up with a brand like Remark to, you know, work on your electrical the electric side of your brand mm. I mean there is nothing wrong with it because Hyundai doesn't necessarily have the infrastructure or the expertise knowledge already um, to be able to focusing on electric so you know grabbing your remote and saying hey Come on, let's see, let's see what we yeah. can do like it's going to be something insane yeah, I think um, Hyundai they've, they've gone a They've done like big things. I mean, they've got a ton of new cars coming out, concepts and stuff, uh, pickup yeah, trucks, no. sedans, they are small cars. They are really, I don't know, they're making big steps in the market. So, yeah, excited for them. I mean, I think the i30N was the start of what they could probably do in, in yeah. getting themselves back because they used to, for a few years, I would say people just associated them with family comfort and stuff like that. And now they're, and now they're like, to, no. We no, no, we we, we make your tummy tickle exactly yeah so interesting enough the i thirteen actually released a facelift a few weeks prior mm-hmm. but the main focus being of course the i thirteen initially solely came out with a manual and now it actually has a dual clutch mm. which you know <laughs> that's big I mean that it just sounds yeah like I fun. think it's great it I think it's, like I think it's that, really great no. um the the manual is very driver you know involving and I 
you know, it's, I think it's a very good starting point for the I30. And it's, Hyundai says, listen, this is for driving pleasure. This is for driver involvement. This is a driver's car. But now with the dual clutch, it just adds another, mm. you know, um, almost a new customer base to this um, already great car. The Veloster N is already released some time ago. They're yeah. working on an i20N also. So the N, you know, the yeah, N just, brand, which yeah. is equivalent to AMG or M um, of BMW, if you if you are not familiar with Hyundai's N um, segment but yeah they are doing the most they're doing the work and they're really trying to bring Hyundai up to the level and the vision that they have yes in terms of you know sportiness for their brand no they're doing good i think it's going to be you should uh, keep an eye out for Hyundai. they um they're going to do something big just interesting in i want to i want to mention um i read on an article in top gear um that they did with this car and they asked Hyundai a few questions of course and they replied on one um, basically summing up the car <laughs> and it says the RM20E combines race car like levels of performance balance braking and grip while retaining daily driver quietness <laughs> responsiveness and road going capability so yes quietness. this car is not going to just entice you on the back roads but it's going to do your shopping runs it's going to pick up your son from school just stick some yep some cotton wool in your ears and then you've got the daily driver yeah and not, not because of the sound but because of the clinging and the clacking and the screeching and you know the rocks hitting when you the, go the 80 fenders. Days an hour around a bend and you kick out your rear end and sliding and yeah like the, you know those those noises it won't from be an engine driving. it's just yeah, everything else. Driver capability. That, yeah, yeah. that gets pronounced. Speaking of driver capability and cars that have been struggling in certain aspects of uh, capability, um, I'm specifically referring to launch control in a set <laughs> brand from Germany that has suffered for a while. They've released the new, updated, very controversial BMW M3 and M4 both in standard and in competition. And the reason I'm saying the launch controller is because if you watch some videos of BMWs launching, I promise you at least 50% of them will have failed launches because the launch control system just loses its Very inconsistent. So let's hope that this is a bit better in these new models. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously the first thing with these cars, it's the grill. Yeah, the grill that is like hectic. since the new 4 Series was released, this was already a talking point to many. Yeah, and now, now when they've actually done it and gone from the concept and said we are sticking with this, it makes me think a bit as uh, as well we were discussing in one of the previous podcasts, the, the M1 homage with that oh, same... Homage, yeah. That 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 uh, those kidneys in the front, but they were a little smaller. These are huge. I mean, it covers from the bonnet all the way down to the the the, the, the um, bottom of the car. It's it's absolutely massive, and I think the M4 looks a bit better than the the M3. The M3 I think just needed to be a bit wider, and then it would have made more sense because these kidneys are just a bit out of proportion. Mm. But like all cars that come out and people dislike, um, it'll grow on us, I think, yeah. and it'll become better. I'm already liking the the M4. I'm not such a fan yet of the M3, but anyway, we'll see, we'll see when we get there. It's not like I'm going to buy one in the next few years in any way. Um, yeah, they both... Uh, oh, they're uh, what do you mean? <laughs> well, podcast okay. is booming. <laughs> I'm joking. Maybe. I'm joking. Um, if you want to sponsor us, over on brandedgmail.com. We'll yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll put a link in the, in the description below, don't worry. And yeah. And yeah, up, up here. Yeah. Um, yeah, they'll be released with a uh, twin turbocharged 3 liter inline six engines. As they usually do. 473 horsepower. And then for the competition, you'll get the power upgrade to 503 horsepower. Updated interior. Which is something like 60 horsepower, which is like 40 or something kilowatt increase mm. from the previous M3 comp. Yeah. Uh, which is a good increase. The C63 already had over 500 horsepower mm. when for the current generation. Yeah, so no. BMW just had to... Get into yeah, get into the same same market there. Yeah. Um, updated interior looks absolutely stunning, carbon fiber everywhere. And an interesting thing that they've done now as well, it's and it's the first time I've seen this. Maybe it's been on for a while, but it's the the comfortability, but still keeping that racy feel for the seats because they've added oh, all yeah. these little uh, like adjustments, adjustments and stuff as well that makes you think that you might be sitting in a bucket seat, but it's not entirely. It's still comfortable and. Yeah. capable for daily driving but you've got a it piece, looks awesome yeah to keep your legs in spaces and it doesn't move around you've got some lumbar supports on the yeah. side and everything it looks great i mean it's it's taking that comfortability to the track basically um yeah it's like 155 miles as standard but per hour yeah, standard. Well, of course there would be a, a 
you know, de-restrictor. Exactly. But now you, you can, can you can push it up to 180 miles per hour with a tune. And if you just take that off, um, they yeah. will later, they're working or developing the stage to, to get the four-wheel drive system in, the rear-wheel drive at the moment. Oh, yes. That will be a facelift later on. Yeah. So they might add the, the BMW X-Drive features and everything to that with rear-wheel first time, First time, actually, that an M3 and an M4 will gained have, yeah. four-wheel drive. Four-wheel drive. Interesting enough, so car also being released now with the new 4 Series coming out mm-hmm. is the the M M four forty I so like the you know the yeah 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 the bit of a lower version the M three light kind of thing or mm-hmm. M four light so the M four forty X drive so that from from the get go that yeah. is X drive so I don't know you spoke <laughs> so you spoke in an earlier podcast about the M three forty I touring yeah. Is that X drive? Can you it is X drive. So yeah, okay. So, so it's the so same the, principle. Yeah, it's, it's the same principle. It's rear wheel drive bias, and you can control that at the, in driver settings to take all the power to the rear or split it. I think it, it, it's a standard. I think it's 60-40. But I think or, or I think the three forty, the three forty, and the four forty is standard X drive. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's so MX drive is the one you can uh, uh, configure to be rear wheel drive or four wheel drive. But I think that's standard. X drive. Yeah, I think they they not said like the in the in the in the in the touring. I'm not sure about the 440, but in the in the, in the 340, um, they said I think it's adjustable, so you can decide if you want to oh. quickly switch it off or. Oh, so is MX drive? Yeah, I think it is because I'm I'm not entirely sure exactly what it is, but I know that it's capable of drifting, and you won't be able to do that with just standard X that drive. Because the standard X that drive takes 4060, if I'm not mistaken. So interesting enough. To the rear wheels bias, basically. The the look of the M3 Touring mm. that is still being teased hasn't been released. We have seen um, testing images mm-hmm. or videos, um, and the grill is precisely this precisely the same than the new M3 and M4. Yeah, which is interesting because the new 3 Series doesn't look like that. Yeah, that's the, the 3 thing. Series it's and the 4 Series is very different at the moment. Yeah, and then you get the 340i. It's still like the normal three, mm-hmm. but then the M3 Touring, again, that's. That's going to be like the M3, but which I actually, better. which I actually like, yeah. because BMW is saying, okay, you know, M3 and M4 and those special models, it's not just scaled up, uh, gradually scaled up models from the normal three or four series. Mm-hmm. This is set apart. This is something, you know, new. This is this is developed by the M division. This yeah, is not this a normal not, BMW yeah, exactly. thing, it's, it's which I think different. at the moment they are doing a bit better than Mercedes, um, which, uh, you know, I wouldn't like to say I'm a Mercedes fanboy, but I think they are doing a good yes. job. Yeah, I think they are doing a good job with the M3 and M4. Yeah. Um, your opinion is the M3 or 4 looks better. My opinion is the M3 is, uh, looks better. They really took a chance in terms of design. It really looks good. I really like it. Um, the girl I is... I say I would take the M3 Touring over the M4, though. Yeah. No, I would go take the M3 anyway, for, over all of them. Yeah. But, yeah, so the M3, it really looks good to me because mm. they made a wilder design, especially in front. The grill is fine for me and it will grow in us, as you said. Yes. Um, so M4 is a bit... It's cool in the front. At the back, it's a bit soft. I don't know. But I think they could have gone a bit more extreme. Um, but I really think they did a good job. No, I think it's, they've nailed it. The new face of BMW, done a great job. The only thing that was on my social media this week, like eighty percent of my feed, <laughs> was just was M three and M four. M three so and M four. Everyone social media it. reach. Yo, yeah, no, much better than our just podcast. final <laughs> things as well. Um, zero to sixty for the standard will be four point one seconds. Yeah, and then competition is three point eight, and that also and of course the that's without the the X drive. That's just rear wheel drive. Yeah. So the next segment is is quite an interesting one, mm. and uh, shout out to to Luke's mom who actually gave us this idea, mm. but it was a very good idea, and we need to touch on this. Something Luke and I are very passionate about is car modifications. So not necessarily on our own cars, because I don't have my own <laughs> car. You know, also don't I don't have, have my own, own car as well. But so. um, car modifications on other cars, and you know, some work, but some don't, and we want to give you our perspective on what works and what doesn't but also we just want to warn you you know if you might not be uh, as passionate about cars as we are we just want to give you insight into what car lovers think you know 
opinions about certain things. Yeah, opinions do differ a lot, but certain modifications is a you know it's a do hundred percent. But others stay away. Like don't even don't even step into that. Like, like yeah. no, no. So, so it, it's like walking into your your uh, um, girlfriend's house without greeting the parents first. You, yeah, know? Like, you just don't you do just that. don't do that. It's, exactly. it's not respectful, you know. So we wanna. We want to enlighten you in that kind of side of of car modifications, the do's and don'ts, mm. you know, do's and don'ts. So uh, tell us what is the first uh, well segment you wanted to talk. Yeah, about? I think the first thing to start off is companies that completely nail, they get it absolutely right with doing modifications, but in a good way. Yeah, um, we're thinking Body of, kits, of ABT carbon parts, um, Brabus and and AC Schnitzer. Yes, yes. So companies the, the for German BMW, companies. for Mercedes, for all of those. Um, they have kits that are uh, fitted and ready to be assembled and they do it properly because it's not yeah. overdoing or destroying the look of the car. It's just giving that extra bit. And also the parts bit. are precision made. Yeah. So it f- you know it fits, you know it works, it's you know made it looks for good. specific models and then yeah. you know it's going to be great when you, when you put this on your car. It's going to yeah. look good. Only thing is, um, and it's a thing that bothers me about the only company is Brabus, that replaces the logo specifically for Mercedes um, and puts their Brabus B. But I think that also de- it also depends on what you want to do. If you go fully Brabus then conversion, then of course you get the kit and the engine, everything, yeah, you know, tune, sitting turbo um, and tune. So I think that's also important we have to mention. Yeah. If you do the body kit and it looks wild, please let it not be a diesel, you know? Please let it not... We're begging you. Don't, don't leave it as it is, you know? Like... It's not about just the outside, but the inside. You know, that's what's important. Inside that counts. It's the guys. inside that counts. So, you know, you can have fresh clothes, but you have the personality to go with it. You know, I saw a quote Christian the other day. The day guys. I, I saw a quote the other day. <laughs> um, your Instagram feed looking like a Ferrari, but your personality like a city golf. <laughs> there you go. I mean, so, we'll probably get some crap about guys in Cape Town shouting at us for, for the city golf comment but that's fine you know yeah, that's also fine we'll yeah, take the punch we'll take the punch so please just do it right there mm. are ways to do it right it might cost a bit more but you know it, at the end of the day rather I wait longer and do the full package yeah but if, if let's say you've got a C63 or whatever just standard in you just get a body kit that's fine because the car is powerful already so that's fine yeah get your body kit you don't have to get the tune but if it's going to be like a I don't want to say, I don't know. Anyway, the point is just... But what are the don'ts? I think that's important. Let the people know what are the don'ts. So we've given you the good packages, mm. okay, the kits, but there are certain don'ts. So let's say you're driving around town and you see a C200 coming past. Which is a 2 liter. It's a 2 liter. And this C200 has got some special wheels that you know is not stock standard from that car. And you keep on looking and then you see at the back... It just says C, but the 200 has been taken off. And what is in its place on the right-hand side? It's AMG logo. And then, to add to that, just to make it worse, you've got exhaust pipes that are fitted to a bumper that does absolutely nothing because there's a single exhaust on the left. No. No. You get your two liters with your quad pipes, and then you only have one puny sound. Like uh, it, it sounds like some, sound, I mean, you know, like. asthmatic blowing through a straw. Like you know, <laughs> it, it, exactly. please. It like, sounds like that laugh I just heard. Now it's just <laughs> interesting story. So we were on holiday one year. Uh, I was a few years younger. You were on holiday. I was on holiday. Oh. I do that. Yes. You do that. I don't do that. I don't have holidays. So I was on holiday, and we were at the shop, and I saw the C class parked there but it looked mean definitely lowered um tinted headlights with like red rings um carbon side yeah like, uh, like side skirts um the wheels were definitely the wheels were blacked out had some red pinstriping no badges on the back no badges on the back so i was like and also quite exhaust pipes hmm. um or tips rather yeah, not so I saw this car and I was like, damn, I'm going to wait for this guy to come out because I know this is a C63. I wanted to look in the inside to see if there are any clues that it is the 63. Some things made me wonder a bit, but I was like, no, this is, I'm going to wait. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the guy came out and uh, it was two guys. And I told him, listen, please, uh, can you please rev your car? Because I know what raucous, thunderous sound that V8's make, a V8 makes. And the guy said, what do you mean? And I said, no, 
you have a 6.2 V8 in there. You have to rev it. Like, it's <laughs> insane. Sound. He said, you don't rev a two-liter diesel. And my heart sank. That's when you want to pull my, out a that's gun when my and rage shoot began. the guy. That is where my rage began. I mean, you see it so Why? much. I mean, Why? like, diesels got AMG and quad pipes or BMWs as well. Yes, BMWs is the worst. <sighs> the M badge is more prominent than Coca-Cola in ShopRite. Okay. I mean, it's like. I mean, you get M badges on every single and then it's BMW. Not just the and M it's badge. not. A, it's like taking the M colors and you get these. It's literal. Oh, it's these grills. clips that you attach to a grill, and you get a car. It's a diesel, like a three twenty diesel or something, and they put these M uh, color clips on mm. the grill in the front, and then it's like blacked out. And I was driving mm. in. I was driving in my friend's um, uh, X six. Well. His mother's X6, and uh, it is a 330D, mm. so nothing special about it. And of course, you do get the M line, which trim, which is yeah, a bit of a M different Sport, trim, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So but M Sport, whatever. So there are some modifications similar mm. to what the S line does for Audi, AMG line for Mercedes, mm-hmm. and um, certain parts are a bit different, which is fine. But then, on his steering wheel, at the bottom of the steering wheel, there's a small M badge, and I just ask myself, Why? what is M about this car? M for massive, M for monstrous. It's not. It's it's. You not, know. It's like yeah. M for I don't know. So I I was just questioning myself why would M people probably do stands this? for the maniac that put the M badge there. The point of the story being, we want you to back your modifications with the necessary internals. You know, we want your car. If you if you want a special car, then you know, maybe wait a bit longer, save the money, exactly. spend it on something proper. Mm. You know, because you don't want an embarrassment of people, you know, showing uh, or selling your car and being like, oh, what are these M badges? What do they stand for? Mm. And like, you know, you, you don't want that. If you want to go proper, do it proper. Okay. Everyone will appreciate that. Another important thing is if you take what we said about, let's say, Brabus and, and ABT and Eschisnitzer and you take that and also taking what we said now about don't put M badges and AMG badges on C classes and diesels. Like, you don't do that. But now you take these two things and you combine it. And something that has been a bugger for a past few years now in South Africa is Ford Rangers. Because the amount of kits you can get for a Ford Ranger, it's it's no, it's something unbelievable. It's it's insane. I mean, it's one of the biggest aftermarket like markets, aftermarket part markets, basically. Oh, that's a aftermarket part markets. Part, part markets um, <laughs> that you can get. I mean, it's everywhere. We refer to it as I saw an ad on Gumtree body kits. Yeah, because it's or plastic, I, plastic, plastic. I mean, you plastic put a, does it for me. You put a, on a two point two liter petrol or diesel, whatever, Bucky. You put a diesel. Yeah, you put a, a hood scoop in for what? I yeah. mean, you've got flares coming out of the back. You've got Ranger Raptor stickers covering the whole car. Your car is so wide, you can't even drive in a normal street, but it's still a 2.2. Like, what's the point? And if you crash, it's just plastic that crumbles up. I mean, there's there no are, backing behind it. It's, it's attached by pins. It's so light. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean, let's be, let's be honest. So, the the do's of, of a Ranger body kit. Yes. Okay. So, you get your Roush body kit. Um, you get your RTR or R2R road to race body kits. I think they call it the Cobra. Yeah, that's the. Uh, I can't remember exactly yeah. what it is, but the point is, it's there's proper kits that make sense. Yeah. Um, they do. They tune the engines or they do engine conversions. Yeah, you do and it's not over the top. I mean, if you want to widen your wheelbase, you widen your wheelbase and you get fenders to cover that. But then you color correct it so it's the same as the rest yes. of the car because you get people driving around with a white Ford Ranger and then all the decals are black got black fenders but not like not like normal black not like, like plastic plastic like. on your Polo's yeah. dash black exactly that that horrible black mm-hmm. um, and just take a bit of extra time and just correct the color yeah. at least if you're going to do it like that yeah so uh, uh, if let's be if if I'm honest if if I buy myself a Ford Ranger I will probably widen the wheelbase and put uh, fenders on but I'm not gonna put a Ranger. But that Raptor of course sticker. is to fit your bigger wheels, your large suspension. That's the thing. If you do a proper lift, then it would make sense to do that. Yeah. And you can whatever if you wanna you get these Ford grills with LED backlighting with a letter Ford you can do that if you want to. I mean that's not nothing. But don't put these. You get bumpers that are about this much it adds this much length to the front of the car and there's nothing it's air mm. and plastic rods coming through that's it 
There's nothing. I mean, you, I mean, you get your plastic side skirt, your plastic fenders, your plastic rear bumper, your plastic grill, and, and then you get the worst. Sorry, and no. I just say the worst is you get these. It's it's like a, 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 the only thing I can think of describing it is a three-dimensional sticker because it's a plastic, a piece of plastic, and then there's like Ford or there's some decals on it, and that literally just gets it's got double-sided tape, and you just stick that to the side of a car. Yeah, I mean, why? So rather spend your money on drugs or something instead of doing that to your car. No, but of course, rather love cars. Rather love cars. It's cheaper it's than cheaper, drugs. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, on the buckies, of course. Yeah. We just, I mean, this is not a massive problem on Hilux owners. No, Hilux. Hilux, uh, yeah. I feel it's still sophisticated. They didn't do it in Amarox. They didn't do it on. Uh, I have because seen Amarox are too expensive. I have seen Isuzu's <laughs> being modified. And like Let's even not. even with <laughs> Nissan, Nissan like realized oh, there's a market. For, for modifying Bucky's and they did that by bringing out the Stealth which was already modified when it came out of the factory and it looks great you don't have to do anything no. to it and you can still buy that or same with the Raptor the Ranger exactly. Raptor, the Ranger Raptor. Buy, why not buy because the there's a market for that and they knew that So and Ford did everything for you there's a way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it like this you can do it subtly and you can have the same colors going through and it makes sense but if you just Put everything that you can possibly find on Gumtree on your bucky. It's not going to work. Yeah, you see, it, it has it. to. It has to be the whole package. That's yes. what you want to uh, try and and you know convert it to, to just show you because it's like a computer too. You can upgrade your RAM, but then necessarily a processor is still slow. We don't have or RAMs in South Africa. We can't import them from the from the states. Yeah, unfortunately. Damn it. But. Uh, I'm not talking about the Dodge Ram. No, no. I'm talking was, about computer Ram. That's a good joke. I didn't catch <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. So anyway, but that yeah, it's just that's that's what we want to say. Okay. The do's just and do don'ts of car modifications. But uh, but there's there's one more do's and dates of of car modifications. Do's and dates. 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 You you want to have a good stance on your car, okay? You look at you look at factory cars like the Aventador, like the GT, like the GTR from um, Mercedes. You know you um, you get your SL65 Black Series, like it has a good stance. Mm. You know, bit of a widened fenders, lowered it's wheels. It's nice and curving over the wheels, and it's it's flush. It's like the smallest possible. 4GT, like 4GT, very Nissan you know, GTRs as well. Looks looks good. And sometimes you want to lower your car a bit more. Maybe you want to put spaces in to widen your tires. Yeah. Especially on buckies also, but other, you know, supercars exactly. too. If maybe, maybe you want to... If you're going, let's say, with Liberty Walk or something, then they widen the track. Yeah. And it, it's even wider, that, but it looks extreme, good. that's extreme. It, it's extreme, but, but it's, it's done well. It's on bags and the car drops down and it looks good and everything makes sense. You know, and that's, again, the whole package. So it's not just the fenders being widened, mm. it's the spaces being put in, it's air suspension being put in. So it's a bit of, it, you know, it's the it's the whole thing being changed and, and that's fine. You know, some, car, some cars deserve a better stance, you know, and it just looks good. Like, I think also of a lot of Supra body kits they did now, especially with the new Supra. Yeah. Widened fenders. It also, like, Liberty Walk yeah, kits and it's, it's a, a Rocket Bunny. I'm not a fan, but it doesn't look bad. Like, I've seen a lot worse. So, yeah. it's it's actually quite good. But then. The big then. But then you get your cars. Imagine well, imagine my hands are a set of wheels. Keep talking. But yeah. just, just imagine my hands are a set of wheels. So, you get your cars that, you call it negative camber. Okay, so basically, Luke will explain how it works. But suspension is taken out, taken out, and they put new suspension in, and they basically the car looks like it just it looks you know, the like wheels it had a rough night in town, and it's still drunk from the previous. And evening. his shoulders just everything is just uh, he's not he's not yeah. he's got no more power left for life. So no, it's just horrible. I mean, and then the fenders aren't really adjusted, and. But this is like normal cars, like City Golfs, like Polos, like yeah, City Golfs and Polos particularly, like Lexus sedans, you know. And some of it does look cool, but I'm not sure. And then the the first thing that you do if you're going for that, what they normally do is you take your tires and you get a tire size, and then you get a rim size that's about six sizes bigger. Oh yes. And then you fit the tire to that rim. Yeah. So the rim extrudes the tire's about like an this elastic much. band. And the tire makes this like loop weird. I'm trying to fit, but I'm not entirely on the right yeah, space. Yeah. And then you have this negative camber of the wheels doing this, and it basically scrapes 
on the inside of the rim and the car drives around like that and i don't even i've got no idea actually what the process is of doing but i can just imagine that you need to lengthen your um drive shaft at the back for that section and then support it somehow because i can't imagine that doing this and having like pressure here is going to last you very long no if you're doing that no, so i've got no idea what solidly what, for show yeah it's so, for bad show yeah i mean sometimes if you've got a car with hectic stance send us a picture we can do that if as the next section we can roast our viewers cars oh that would be very good I but think we'll also work on just that. don't don't yeah think twice before just taking out your suspension because yeah. of course if you can't afford a suspension Next big option, next next best option, just take out take your suspension. Cable ties and strap down your coils. You can yeah, so well. maybe, <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. That's crazy. You take, big, you take like 40 cable ties and you And you just your squish your coils down. Basically. Which is, <laughs> I mean, if it works, it works. Uh, I've seen that one. You so can replace it every year, but that's, that's fine. That's just brilliant, you yeah. know. But please, rather not, maybe think twice about it. Mm. Um so, I mean, we've got some names for these kind of cars. You know, this is the, the guy that, that does this conversion, you know, slams his car. And My uncle knows a guy who does conversions. Or the, I'm just a down-to-earth type of guy. Yeah, you I know? mean, it's great. It's it, fine. It's fine, you know. It's it's, it's not just, fine. Stop doing it. Yeah, please. Sorry. I'm it's just really worked type up. of I'm very, guys. I'm very passionate about these kind of things. So, guys, with all the love and respect, we love our cars. And I believe some cars should be left as is. I believe some cars should not be modified, you know, uh, like let's take Porsche 911s, not necessarily a car you get eager to modify. Uh, I know, okay, maybe, it, maybe it. a tune, maybe an exhaust, yeah, but I'm talking about body, body modifications. Yeah. So, yeah. You can maybe uh, fit a wing that's larger than life, but other than that, not really. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe retrofit a GT RS wing on your Boxster. Mm. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so, you know, some cars aren't meant to be modified, really. Some cars are meant to be modified. I'm thinking this and GTR. Yeah, especially GTR. I'm thinking Supra. So, those cars are, you know, they want to be modified. And, and you know, uh, manufacturers work with tuner companies to modify yes. those cars in a way that is actually, you know, I, I want to say safe. You know, it's well built. You know it's quality. That's fine. Just do it the proper way, you know. Rather take the time, spend the money, do the research, don't buy something off eBay that you're not sure of because it, you know, isn't special and it's much cheaper because it might come to your house and being delivered all the way from America or something and then it just doesn't fit, you know. Rather make sure, and if your car looks crazy on the outside, just make sure the engine in some way matches that, matches that look, you know. You get the other side of the spectrum as well where you've got sleepers. But sleepers are great because sleepers got, are great. Yeah, they just look plain and simple, and like from the you, factory, and then you, you know, get absolutely wasted by some insane engine modification. But yeah. I mean, here's a here's a quiz for you: Where do you sit when you drive a car? Where do I sit when I drive a car? Inside. <laughs> do you see the outside? No. Do you feel the engine? Yes. So that's the kind of thing we want to convert. Yeah, yeah. We that's can. That's that's the first thing we'll print on the T-shirt. Where do you sit in a car? Yeah. Where do you sit in? A, actually, that's that's a new segment. Where do you sit in a car? Where do you sit in a car? We'll figure that out later on. So. But yeah, that was that was do's and don'ts of car. That was do's yeah. and don'ts, and we hope you are uh, you are inspired. You are just as patriotic about it as we are. Yeah. Um. So as soon as I get a car, I will make sure I follow my own advice, mm. which. People usually don't do. Um, <laughs> not follow my advice, follow their own advice. Two years, Ty Martin is driving a Ford Ranger with so many modifications on it. doesn't look like a bucky anymore. But you can modify your PT Cruiser. You can, please because do. Because I really don't yeah, care. Yeah. I really don't <laughs> That's care. That's one car we don't PT care about. Yeah. You know, make sure your first thing you do is put in tinted windows. Um, that's, that's after you sold the car. So first thing you modify with that car is you sell it. Mm. You modify the owner's title. <laughs> do not your own. <laughs> do not to be the, your own. Yeah, title. do not your own car. Exactly. Um, but we have we have uh, exceeded our no. Well, we uh, could have chatted about another segment, but of course, uh, Luke and I are just loving people who love hearing our own voices. <laughs> um, but we will. <laughs> we are, We have quite a, a Mercedes biased. Um, Peter Cruz's segment tonight. It's not a great one. It's just... Meh. All this morning. So, <laughs> quite interesting cause. And uh, we actually want to hear what you think about it. You know, comment um, what, are your, what are your thoughts about these cars. Um, but these are Mercedes cars that you maybe probably not 
have heard of, especially Luke's one. So I'll start off with mine, mm. just because it's um, not as special as Luke's. So mine is the 2005 SLK 55 AMG. So this is the last... Well, I think it's the last. But anyway, um, SLK is the small Mercedes sports car, hardtop, retractable roof, convertible. And usually... They had like a you know V6 in um, or something created the V6, quite a nice car in red. It's a headrest's car, mm. but the SLK 55 is quite a special one. It has Mercedes's 5.4 liter V8 engine in, not supercharged. Usually those ones were supercharged. I don't think this one is supercharged though. Um, it may be. I might be wrong. I will put it up here if I am. But develops not as much horsepower as you think. Um, if I'm right, it's about 300 horsepower. It's not a lot of power, but of course, with its weight, it's very quick. At the time, it was 0.2 seconds slower than SL500, the equivalent mm. um, 5.4 in. So, putting a V8 engine in such a small car is a recipe for loudness, raucousness. Oh, so the horsepower is 355. Um, horsepower, which is about 260 kilowatt or something. But makes a raucous sound. Mm, it is a bit of a collector's car because, of course, there weren't any V8s mm, from there on yeah. in, in the SLK. Um, I know of one the or two people who had one. Mm, of course, no manual, but seven-speed dual clutch, which isn't the best um, or the most slick gearbox you could find that time. But still, good car. I like <laughs> the stupidity of it. Like... <laughs> Let's let's go. I mean, it's a quite a heavy car for such a small yeah, car because yeah. of the retractable roof and the engine. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't like the SLKs in general. I've never liked them. Uh, there's all shape and everything. It feels it's out of proportion, and the the rear end is too high compared to the nose of the car and stuff. It's like old styling of Mercedes. That's fine in the SL and those kind of things, but I think in the SLK they just missed it. It wasn't just a look for you. No, it's it's the the look is the biggest thing. I don't know. I've driven one. I've driven. I think it was just the SLK two fifty, and it's a fun little car manual. Um, it's just a little fun thing that you can drive, and it's great and stuff. And it's not practical. I don't think so. Um, and I don't like the looks of it. Yeah. But it's got a V eight. Well, if you look at. If you look at the looks of this one, I mean, you could see at the front, it's a bit more aggressive. The The bonnet is a bit more aggressive. The rear has some fenders in. Like, oh, there's added extras, but it's still in. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit of a Frankenstein. Yeah. Like, this thing is not going to be specialized to go on the track. This is Sunday Drive, you know? This is a car you can put modifications on. You take your neighbors on. We will give you permission. If you have one, yeah. you may modify it. You may modify it. I widen the fenders a bit. Everything. Um, but yeah, either way, I think it's a cool car. I did average. Did average. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, look. The next car is worse. No, I'm just joking. It's not. Worse. Well, it is worse. <laughs> it is worse. It is definitely worse. <laughs> Let's be honest. Anyway, uh, the this is a, talking about sleepers a bit earlier as well. This is okay. definitely a sleeper. Uh, mom's minivan with a 6.3 liter um, V8. It's the Mercedes um, R36 AMG. Now the R class was there was only two generations mm. because it just thing nobody is cared. Really rare. It's they only made two hundred units of this R thirty six. Ah, sixty three. Sorry, not thirty six. Sixty three. I don't even know if there was. I mean, a this 36. is probably one of the most rare, you know, minivans that you are going Mercedes. That it's you know, non concepts. It looks absolutely horrible. Hideous. It's disgusting. Um, PT Cruiser, ugly. but it's. I'm, no, I don't not think the so. Front, no, the rear maybe. But not the front. I mean, uh, it's six seater, six point two liter V eight, um, five hundred and what five hundred and three horsepower. Launched in uh, two thousand and seven, six hundred and thirty newton meters. That is unbelievable. But it gets better because I saw one for sale that was modified oh. and tuned. Oh yes, to seven hundred horsepower. $63,000 worth of extra, including Brembo brakes, suspension lowering. Yeah, you need brakes for that, Avic. Eh, SLS valve filters, 21 inch monoblock wheels that's from the old SLs, and it's that's just heavy. It's insane. I mean, yeah, no, great, great stuff. I'll buy this one. I won't buy the standard one. I'll, I'll take this thing but in there just because it's just so stupid. No, it's the crazy. The fact that they I mean, made a R63, it just boggles my mind. 
I mean, why? It's like someone was bored. Like, we've done everything. Let's do something ridiculous. You know, I think this might have been the start. If they did, imagine like having this, but as a 4x4 squared. Oh, wow. I mean, it makes me think of what was the... But the look just doesn't suit something no, it crazy. Won't. But it's it, that's the point. I yeah. mean, it's already so ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. So just make it worse. <laughs> Is it rear-wheel drive? I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Well done. It's It's just... <laughs> Yeah. What can you say? No, it's dead average. No, it's dead average. Yeah, no, it's not cool. I'm sorry. It looks cool. horrible. But it's got a great engine. It's just, just I'm going to say cool. No. Like if you drive one around drive around with one of those and you'll never catch your me mates one of these. at the pub I'm sorry. is like, you know, look at this car, like, oh, what are you driving? And you, you know start what I'll it do? they're like If I if I Ooh, hello <laughs> Hello, look at that one. If I if I get a car like this, I'll probably take the body off and put like some old E-Class or uh, 230-something <laughs> body, but like old, like from the 80s or 70s and just slap it on this just because it looks so bad. Yeah, I'll I mean, probably put a wing on. No, <laughs> I'd put a roof box on. No, I'll put a wing. That would be cool. A wing and then wide body. I'd make it the ultimate Everything. family car. White roof body, box on side skirts wing widen the wheelbase make sure there's a tow bar at the back so that I can yeah I think this one had a supercharger or something as well but I think oh wow that thing probably no yeah, no so this is tech, yeah, this is the one sorry this is the one that was for sale that I saw now just the modified Vice Tech engineering stage 2 supercharger yeah no so the, that's 200 brake horsepower extra but you can do that as well this is yeah. also a car you can modify both the Peter Cruz segment cars you can modify this would be a weekend car we can call. You can Take even make it a fun track or strip the <laughs> seats at the back, strip everything. And you can go, 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 go and compete with a new uh, Julia Quadrifoglio GTAM. Imagine the drifting you can do with that car. This is going to be... I mean, I'd really like to see that. So if anyone of you have the privilege to have one of those cars, he does up. three let us know, yeah. Please show us a video of you drifting <laughs> it because that would be insane. <laughs> that would be the best thing. That concludes our 10th episode. Yeah. We have made it. A 10th of a century. Tenth, well done. Well done. I'm very proud of us. Um, but too many more to come. Yes. You, this won't be the Thank last Thank you guys for us. sticking with us through yeah. all this nonsense that we're talking about. If you want to see something chatted about on this episode, on our episodes, mm. if you want to do, let us do a segment, if you want us to rate your car, send us a picture. Comment. Leave us a comment. Like, you know, on Instagram, us. on our social media, we are present, we are working. Uh, we are trying to make it as, you know, involving as, as and interactive as possible. Mm. That is a good word. Um, but, you know, from me and Luke, I hope you have a good one. Mm. Rather love cars than drugs because why? Because loving cars is... And don't modify cars just because there's an ad on country for it. Yeah. Just because you can, not a good idea. No. Okay. Rather love cars because it's cheaper than drugs. Okay. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Enjoy. Have a good one. Thank you.